Diamonds are a girl's best friend. But ask any Upper East Side girl to show you her most prized possession. And we bet the box is Vivier, not Cartier. But the truth is, just because the shoe fits doesn't mean you want to wear it. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season four, episode 19, Petty in Pink. Original air date, April 25th, 2011, written by Amanda Lasher, directed by Liz Freelander. Serena enlists Charlie to go undercover to determine why Blair and Dan are spending so much time together. With Nate's help, Rena decides to go on a search for her long-lost mother. Chuck's hopes about his legacy are dashed with the reveal of the devastating information from his past. Even though we kind of already, we kind of already knew that, did that last week, guys. So yeah. um, <laughs> tonight we had a pink drink. It's so pretty from Starbucks. It wasn't the official pink drink because a pink drink from Starbucks is the strawberry acai refresher with coconut milk. It's seasonal, so they only had the drink, the Drango, the dra- <laughs> dragon fruit mango refresher. So I was like, just throw some coconut milk in there. It's just, it's just a pink drink. It's the same thing. Delicious. It's even better than the the strawberry acai, in my opinion. I don't know um, if I've ever had the original, unless you bought it here. Maybe, but I usually do the dragon fruit if they have it available. I usually so. don't do the drinks. No, I and I I don't usually either. But it yeah. just so happens that. You know, today I was like, yeah, we're doing the pink drink for the pink party in honor of the it was a breast cancer fundraiser. But I titled it Mean Girls for the Noopsie-esque women at the party. And also it's a Wednesday when this episode goes live. So on Wednesdays, we were pink. I mean, drink pink. Yes. And um, it's a, a pink drink from Starbucks. Super cute. It works on so many so levels. So many levels. Um, let's refresh everyone's memories you, every week on my three gossip words. So... Last week, I gave Michelle the word monitor. Now, I meant that for Lily's ankle monitor, but also Charlie was monitoring Dan and Lucienne was watching Blair and uh, Louis as well. Status, this is, I also meant this for Lily, for her social status. Now that she's on house arrest, it seems as though people are treating her a lot differently. And evidence for Charlie wanting proof that Dan and Blair are together canoodling possibly so um those are my three gossip the evidence could also go with reyna and finding evidence that could also go and chuck finding evidence yeah so i mean again these three words could be used for pretty much anyone and actually serena getting evidence from charlie yes yeah exactly um, but let's start with Blair. So we open the episode. Blair is getting ready for her plans with Louis. And he mentions to her, nobody can know that I'm in town. This is very important. So they have to rearrange their plans a little bit a little bit, so that nobody can spot them. So then Penelope and Jessica arrive to see Blair because she's giving them her schoolwork. And they're questioning, hey, why are you not going to class? And now Blair, of course, can't tell them why, but she says she has a date. So Penelope and Jessica decide, hey, Gossip Girl, help us out and figure out who Blair is going out with. Who are they loyal to? They're definitely Society? Not, they're definitely not loyal to Blair. But it's, they show up because they want to be associated with. Right. They want to be one of the cool kids, but... If they can take down Blair and become the cool kid themselves, they'll do that too. 
You know, it's just about the standing. You guys are never going to become the cool you're kids. Never gonna be get, you're never going to be them. No. Especially Jessica. She's like, <laughs> Oh, poor Jessica. And Penelope is so nasty. I know. She's so mean. I know. She would be a good Blair, I guess. Um, so Blair and Louis, they have a lunch in private, which we'll get to, but someone has spotted him. And now his parents are sending a plane to come and get him because he admits the reason he's in New York is because he really wanted to see Blair and he really cares about her, but she is a commoner and his parents do not approve. Ah, that's so hard to be royal. The typical scenario, right? He also mentions to her that his handler had paid off one of Blair's friends to follow him. And so then Blair quickly realizes that it was Dan because he does bump into them at the restaurant. So to fill in everyone on Dan, he meets up with Rufus earlier in the day to tell him that he was hired to watch a prince for this undercover story, you know, because we would just select Dan Humphrey for that reason. But also props for you for getting a job. Got a job. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's for a story. So he has to follow this prince who's hiding around and immediately you're like, okay, shit, it's Louis. Right. But Rufus (laughs) is so proud. He's so proud. He's like, good for you, Dan. You know, you're making moves in your career. And so he says, have you talked to Vanessa? And Dan says, no, you know, we're, we're not, it's pretty much non-existent. And so Rufus does urge him to reach out. Don't give up your years of friendship. And so Dan does call Vanessa to meet for drinks later on. But before that, as we know, Blair realizes it must have been Dan that gave the inf- that gave the information to this informant. And so we know Louis' advisor kind of tricked him into writing this article to follow him. So Dan has to kind of explain that to Blair. And in they were in Dan's neck of the woods, mind you. It was Vasulka. So it was NYU territory. Right. And why are you over here? And now Dan realizes, okay, this is a conflict of interest. Blair is dating him, so I'm not going to write this article and has to explain it to her. So now that Louise family knows that he's in town, Blair has to come up with a plan to make it seem like she and him are not an item or even possibility of an item and that Dan and Blair are an item. So she tells Dan, you need to help me out because you pretty much outed that Louis was in town. And her plan is to pretend that they're dating so that Louis's advisor believes that Blair isn't a romantic prospect for him. Just so silly. Well, uh, yeah. And then that Louis is just here for a charity event. Just for this random charity event in New York. For breast cancer. For breast cancer. It's really important to him that he go to this. What do you think of this plan? This plan, I mean, do we think this was going to work? Well, we know how it goes, but like personally, what do you think of the plan? I thought it was another way for Blair to like want to kiss Dan again. Right? <laughs> like, and all subconsciously in the deep gut of her yeah. gut. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad we're on that. We know Lisa, a uh, girl. Lisa. Steering the pear ship. She is. We have a lot in the Discord chat. Everyone's on the SS pair, you know? What what I this the conversation between Blair and Page and how she's telling him the plan, he's like, Oh no, we have to tell Serena about this. Yeah, he's Perhaps to you. He's skeptical. He's like, How is this going to work? It's gonna be in front of Serena and at first Blair's like, Oh Serena's not gonna be there. But then the plan does get the party gets moved to the Vanderwoodson. So now Serena's definitely gonna be there. And Dan's like, wait, we're still going to go through with this. What about Serena? And Blair's like, there's no way we can tell her because she'll tell Chuck. And then Chuck will tell her about the time we kissed before that. 
So we can't tell him. We can't tell her because it. I don't necessarily agree with this. Yeah, it I probably mean, would have been better if you told Serena the plan. Also, you probably could have done a different plan, and you could have done a different plan. Who's to say you had to kiss? Right? Could have done something else, like a hug. Any anything. I mean, or even like bringing flowers. Right, and so and. We'll get to it, but like even just Blair holding Dan's hand in front of Lucienne is like confirmation they're dating. How is that confirmation? Yeah, very loose so, terms. Exactly, it just <laughs> ridiculous. But they decide to go through with this because Blair wants Louis to stay in New York for a little bit longer, and so you know we have to go on to Serena and what she's up to. Serena, she got Vanessa's voicemail from last week. Vanessa spilled about the pair kiss. She knows they kissed and what Serena's going to do with this information. And so she doesn't want to believe it. She doesn't believe it. But just to make sure, she confines in Charlie and both of them kind of, you know, go over the Gossip Girl website, their archives to see if Dan and Blair have ever really hung out. I love also Charlie's like, why can't you just ask them? And Serena's like, because they'll deny it and then I'll be mad They'll be mad at me for accusing if not. And if it is, then I'm mad at them for not telling me. Because they're the worst friends ever. Right. Does that really make you the worst friends ever? And so by snooping, you're just going to put pieces together and assume. Assume. And we all know what assuming does. I mean, you know, obviously we know the truth, so... Where we as the audience know the truth. Serena doesn't know the truth. She has to put all these pieces together and it's not really making sense. What also her. we're seeing here too is Charlie getting a taste of, oh, this is how you guys operate. This is how you guys talk to each other. You have to go and spot each other on the map. Right. Like how to use the gospel. You follow map. each other. Yeah. This, this is, I'm in this social world. This is how it works. Mm-hmm. I'm storing this. This is how I'm taking it. Yeah. She's, she's learning like, oh. the verbiage and the language. Right. She's become accustomed to being on the Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. So they go through the whole website. There are some instances, as we know, where they were together as friends and Serena just chalks up that circumstance. But then a, a blast goes out on Gossip Girl that Blair has a mystery date. So Serena says, hey, Charlie, can you go? Because if I'll, I'll be spotted if I go. But you go and spy and see who Blair's going out with. You made a really good point. Why wouldn't Charlie be put on Gossip Girl? Right, like Juliet was put on Gossip Girl. She was dating Nate. Charlie, a Vanderwoodson cousin in town, you should sure as hell would be on Gossip Girl. Like Lily's niece. Lily's niece. Carol's daughter. We're, we're, she's a big player here, you know? Yeah. Like we're not hmm. messing around. So the fact that she's not on there interesting. is interesting. Yeah. So as we know, Blair and Louis met up at Veselka and Charlie tracks Blair to that restaurant. She sees her go in. She also sees Dan go in, not knowing who Louis is, but Louis is already at the restaurant. So she turns her back to call Serena to tell her, yes, they are at the same restaurant. Doesn't realize that Dan is leaving and Blair is meeting up with Louis. So she calls Serena, hey, come down here because I have proof. Serena goes in the restaurant. It's Louis and Blair. Okay. No confirmation here. And she says, oh, Charlie, you must have been confused. You've met so many people these past couple of weeks here. And, you know, don't worry about it. We got confirmation that Blair and Dan are not together and we're good. So Charlie's like, no, I'm not a liar. Like, I know who Dan is. Like, I I know who I saw him here. So she's determined now I'm going to go follow Dan and prove that 
yes, he is with Blair or whatever he's up to. And so she follows him. She ends up screenshotting a picture of Blair and Dan going tie shopping because now we have this plan in motion. And so she sent it to Serena. I get it. I'd probably be- feel the same I'd way. I'd be like, oh, you know, don't call me not a liar, but like, you don't believe me. I, I know saw. what I saw. And so I would probably do the same thing and follow and then take a picture. And I'm right. glad she took a picture because like, take the picture to have proof. Right. And now Serena's like, oh, okay, they're shopping for ties this together. Is this is weird. Maybe I should be suspicious of it. So we're at the uh, fundraiser party. It gets moved to the Vanderwoodsons, as we said. So Blair tells Serena how she is so excited to be dating a prince and she can't wait for it to get out, but she can't tell anyone just yet. And Serena's acting very aloof because she's like, I don't know if you're lying to me. And then she also asks, how did Dan's here? Did you know he was going to be here? And Blair's like, of course I didn't. She denies it. And I heard Dan and I just left. So Charlie tells Serena that Dan and Blair must want to have feel an urge to sneak off somewhere and get some alone time. So Charlie will be the one to get this evidence. And so Serena says, well, if Blair thinks if if Blair wants to act like she doesn't have feelings for Dan, then she won't care if you go and flirt with him. I guess to, to stir it up and see how Blair acts around Dan. You know what also going back to when they're entering the party? Yeah. And Blair is with Louise. Yes. And she's like, I'll go up first. This whole plan's going to work. I'm just going to go kiss him. And Louise like, kiss him. And she's like, why do you have to kiss him? And she's why like, do you? Well, now I'm going back to what, you, <laughs> yeah. what we talked about of subconsciously of the deep down depths. Right. Why do you have to kiss him? Because hmm. we want to. Because <laughs> we want to kiss That's him. That's why. Got it. <laughs> it was a life-altering kiss, mind you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But... We have to figure out if Blair is jealous. So Charlie goes over and starts flirting with Dan. I wouldn't really consider it flirting. They're literally just having a conversation. Not flirting. But of course, Blair comes over and she like shames Charlie. This is Serena's ex-boyfriend. You should be more loyal to her. And, you know, come on, Dan, we have to do something. And so it's obvious that her and Dan have a plan or they're maybe into each other. And so Charlie's like, okay, they definitely are. Something's up here. Yeah, like I'm definitely going to follow you. But also maybe if we saw her, maybe, you know, like, ha 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 and playfully touch. But we didn't. And also Blair, (sighs) why can't it just be that she's being friendly to the family member? Mm -hmm. Like you're a cousin. And Blair to say that to Serena's cousin? It's the rose of feminism. That's... (laughs) That's just my God! I just turned it full circle. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just so rude. It is rude. She's always. Why rude, would you though. do that to Serena's family? Though she's always fucking rude. <laughs> I just yeah yeah. So Louise' advisor Lucien does arrive to this party, and she uh, he he sees Blair and Dan head upstairs. So Blair and Dan have to go and follow through with their plan. They head upstairs. We don't see what actually happens, but we do get the confirmation because Charlie follows them up and she takes a video of the kiss and posts on Gossip Girl. So now the whole party sees this video of Dan and Blair not just kissing. They're like making out. It's not like a one sweet like embrace kiss. It's like a couple no. of times, you know. It looks yeah. like a good kiss. I'm just saying. Hands are touching. Faces it's very. And- it seems to be a little passionate, and so Blair has to like confirm for Lucienne that yes, me and Dan are dating, and so she confirms it in front of Penelope, in front of Jessica, in front of the whole party. And what cracks me up is when she does that, Lucienne just like 
Okay, nods. Work is done here. Gets his briefcase. I'm out of here. Yep, that's it. Got what I was paid to do. And he leaves. Got the confirmation Blair and Dan are dating. So then Blair and Dan are like, oh, shit, we have to go find Serena and explain this to her. But Louis finds her first. And he's like, why is everyone making such a big deal about this? They were just trying to help me. But then Serena says, well, they've been seeing each other secretly all all winter. And... You know, she's been lying to you. I see what you're doing here, yes, Serena. But how but how do you know that for sure? Well, think about it. It feels like she's been lied to all day. And yes. so now it's like, no, this is BS. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ruin your little whatever you got going on right now. Yeah. And so Louis does seem hurt. Blair says, I'll explain it to you. Dan and I are just friends. And then she says, Serena, why you know, why did you out me like that to louis and they bring her into the room and they're trying to explain to serena we were just trying to help louis and serena says well what about the kiss you know a month or two ago and they're like it was a mistake or i wish i hope it didn't want it to happen and so because they, they didn't tell her that she's upset well yeah but also in this moment we have Paige and blair answering differently differently biggest regret of my life Wishing it didn't happen. Yeah. Because he can't get over it. He he can't get over it. And she's like, I need to get over it. Right. Right. Which, mm. yeah, she she needs to get over it. And he There's can't, no way she can cope right. with this. And he can't get over and it. And he can't get over it. He can't get over it. Yeah. He does. He tells Charlie he can't get over it. He can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Confirm- we have confirmation now. I know. And it made my little pear heart flutter a Same. little bit. Same. <laughs> it grew three sizes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But neither of them can deny this kiss happened. So Serena's hurt. She says to Blair that you just want everything I want. And Blair's like, that's so typical of you to say. And you're upset that now the attention isn't on you. This conversation was not necessary to have because that's not really what the root of the problem is here. Okay, you felt that way too? Yeah, it's I felt. This is always the argument that these two have. It's the same argument over and over again, and this didn't need to be brought up in that circumstance. Do you think we're supposed to think, like, yes, okay, Serena is the it girl, right? Yeah. She's followed on Gossip Girl. At this point, I feel like we do get a lot of Blair, but maybe because we're watching Blair's story and we're yeah, not like seeing it on we Gossip Girl. Wa- we see so much of Blair. Like, it feels like the Blair show, it not does. the Serena show. At times, yeah. Right. So I feel like... But in this realm, I don't think it's presented that no, way. No, it's not. It's Clearly. not supposed to be presented that and way. And also, what did you think of Serena's answer to, you guys are two of my best friends, why didn't you just tell me the truth? Yeah. And they were like, "How we didn't want to hurt you. Right. Well... You're hurting her now by sort of keeping it from her. I mean, she was involved with Ben. She was involved with Ben. She's been involved with many people. <laughs> She's been very distracted. Blair, you know, hasn't been so distracted. She's distracted with Chuck, right, all the time. So, and Michelle and I were making the point of like, okay, so Serena, I mean, not to bring up past, but like Serena literally cheated with nate while they were dating she like, slept ser- with yeah nate. like she, you know there's if you want to tit for tat here right, if you want to go there <laughs> you know so yes you're older and more wiser maybe now but it's 
you know, it's the same thing. Like, imagine how Blair felt is maybe how you feel now. I, I, and I don't know that, the but you're, you still have gone back to Nate. Right. It's not like it was a one and done. Right. No, then it, there's clear, it was clear there was emotions there. It wasn't a one-time thing. Right. So you're allowed to feel for multiple people. And yes, I understand, like, this is your friend's ex, but... And Serena, I think, even says it in this episode, like, I don't want to be with Dan. I'm so far from that. But, like, just the fact that they didn't tell me is wrong. So, yes, yes, and yes, and no. But then she said, <laughs> I hope you two are happy because I'm done. Right. You I'm lost done. me. You lost me. And we're like, wow, you, Serena, you forgive everyone. Juliet, mm-hmm. Ben, Lily. Yep. Everyone else. Yep. But, but these two. Not these two. Maybe not yet. Right. I think in the future. Yes. And I think maybe we'll realize that you kind of blew this out of proportion just a little bit, especially with the last scene with Serena, which we'll get to. But um, at the after the night is over, Blair does see Louis and tells him and explains that Dan and I are just friends and I only have eyes for you. And he says, okay, well, if you're ready to go public, I am too. And so they come out of the car and they kiss and the paparazzi swarm and take their photos. Later that evening, Charlie does go pay Dan a visit, as we said. And she's apologizing for pretending to flirt with him. She feels badly for taking the video. And this is when she says to him, it looks like you really enjoyed that kiss, though. Also, why is she sorry? Well, because I guess Serena kind of coerced her into doing it a little bit. Yeah, but you were helping your cousin out right. for the truth to come out. So now it's you're going behind your cousin's back. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry I did, did that. that. But then if Serena saw you there, I bet she'd be pretty upset with you. Right. Whose team now, are you on? Right. And now it's like, okay, if you're hurt that Blair didn't tell you about Dan, maybe you want to like second guess your want to watch your cousin right (laughs) about (laughs) what could potentially happen there but then as we said she she says to dan like that that kiss definitely looked like you felt you have feelings for blair and he goes yeah i just don't know what to do with them i'm trying to get over it and it was really sweet and he asks her to stay i guess you know to numb the pain of blair bored and at that moment she tells him if it wasn't for vanessa telling serena all of this probably wouldn't have happened and he thought that was chuck that told serena all this and so now knocking on the door is vanessa opens the door and he's like i was gonna stand you up because i am pissed and we're no longer friends like that's it well they had the phone call did we discuss that briefly we did yes okay she wanted they wanted to talk tonight right and the fact that she just thought like oh well if he doesn't want to meet me out Mm-hmm. I'll just come by the apartment. I'll just come by the apartment. Yeah, he, he, she was like, if you were too tired, I guess maybe we could just hang in here. We can just hang here. And he's like, I was gonna, st- I was gonna stand you up anyway because I'm done with this. And she's like, I can explain. I'm like, what are you going to explain though? Yeah, because she was going to explain the whole kiss situation. And what were you she, gonna? What right, was in your favor for that? Right. And she was like, I was just worried about you. Obviously, something's wrong if you were into Blair Waldorf. And I knew that I couldn't get through, so I tried to get Serena to get through to you. How does that? No, that doesn't make any sense. No sense. And you were just like fired up in the moment and you decided to call Serena and you didn't benefit from any of it. Actually, you just lost your best friend. Yeah. Like for real. (laughs) For real. Like for real, for real. I don't know actually what her purpose is anymore. Is she gone? 
Um, you don't have to tell me. She's not on the island. She's not. She's not on the island. Okay. Wait, she's on. She's not. She's not. Not on the island, but it, she might as well be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And after this, we see that Dan and Charlie are cheersing. Seems to be, you know, maybe something's a brew in there. And then our last scene with them is with the kids, I should say. Serena is, I guess, upset. I can't really read her here, but she calls Jean-Michel, who we met first episode of the season with Louis, was like his friend from Paris. And she's like, yeah, I just wanted to catch up. And see how you and Louis were doing. So who knows what the hell that's all about. Petty. Dot, dot, dot. In pink. On that. She's petty for sure in pink. We'll see about that. Um, let's talk about Lily. We reveal in this episode that she is sentenced to house arrest. So technically arrested, but not in jail. Um, and she's wearing an ankle monitor. And it's revealed that Lily is helping out at the fundraiser but she can't leave her house so i guess she was just trying to help with goodie bags or something right so Anne archibald arrives to tell lily that they don't need her help on the goodie bags anymore and pretty much like haha ta ta you're canceled you're canceled we're not really wanting you to be we're not wanting to socialize with you and so this you know, upsets Lily, but it upsets Rufus more because he overhears this and he tells Eric, we need to do something to help your mom feel better. So Rufus and Eric and Serena come up with this plan that Serena is going to blackmail the co-chair. Bubbles. Bubbles McIntosh. <laughs> Bubbles. Who? Bubbles McIntosh. The F is Bubbles McIntosh. Are you a clown? Or are you a bulldog? I really wanted this to go no. comical because she kissed, I know. like a kiss. So Bubbles McIntosh apparently wanted to kiss Serena at the last fundraiser pink party. And now Serena's going to use this as blackmail. I don't really see how this is blackmail. Who You can kiss whoever you want to kiss, but okay. So the blackmail does work and the party gets moved to the Vander Woodson so that Lily can attend. So she's happy, doesn't understand really how this happened, but happy nonetheless. And she has sees her friends, and I'll put that in air quotes, and she's happy they have a change of heart. But Eric overhears them pretty much talking shit about her behind her back. Did you find Bubbles? Well, no, I was I wanted to Google uh, Bubbles Macintosh, and it just was like a recap. Mm-hmm. Your monitor is showing a vulture yeah. article. <laughs> and then Yeah, we never get to meet Bubbles Macintosh, unfortunately. I just need to know. I need a vision of what Bubbles is. Don't you think of a clown? I I I guess. I or I think of like a very like snotty snooty woman. Really? Like what I mean what I'm trying to vision based off of what we know which is not much at all no i I didn't get dog or clown is it (laughs) is it bad that i want someone to send us a sketch oh i would love that what do you guys think bubbles macintosh looks like let us know please sketch it out and it could be a stick figure oh yeah i want a visual bubbles macintosh yeah same or you can just like put like a pinterest board of like things that you think if you want to make a board or he or he Bubbles could be a he. Of course. Of course. Could be whatever they want. A horse, a dog, (laughs) a clown, a cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So because Bubbles was blackmailed, Anne goes and confronts Lily and she says that, of course, you would get the party moved. You blackmailed and Rufus steps in. He's like, Lily didn't have any part of the any part of this. It was me. And Anne pretty much just like laughs in Lily's face, says your ankle monitor showing and, you know, goodbye because you're not really one of us anymore. And Lily is like, okay. So she marches herself to the elevator and she heads downstairs to alert the police that she's broke her parameters, I guess, of where her house arrest would be. And so she thanks them, the, the officers for coming because now they can break up her party. There's a noise violation. There's a noise violation. The neighbors are complaining. And so the party gets broken up. And then later in the day, Rufus is like, I'm so sorry that this happened. And she's like, I don't even care. I don't care to ever see these women ever again. They're Botox faces. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be with my boo. So cute. Very sweet. Yeah, they're going to watch 100 movies together. And we also found out six to nine months. Potentially six to nine months of being on house arrest. Wow. Wow. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't seem like that no, long, of, you know? Right, of course. But for that, it's a lot of movies. Yeah. And <laughs> you waffles, because you know he'll be making and waffles. And waffles. She's going to gain probably a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And then we have to sum up the last portion, the portion we forget about all the time, the Nate, Raina, Chuck stuff. Triangle. The triangle. So over at the Empire, Raina begins her search to find her mother with with Nate's help. She shows him a box of documents and photos of what um, was given to her. And so Nate encourages her, hey, maybe you should talk to Chuck because he, he had to t- find his mother sort of too. He would understand what you're going through. And so Chuck does overhear them. He sees a picture lying on the floor and puts the pieces together that Rena is trying to find her mom. So he hires his PI to go and snoop and see if Rena's mom actually is dead. Because just because Russell said he she is doesn't necessarily mean that she is. So he tells Nate to hold off on finding her mother since it won't be easy for Rena. But this is also a way for him to kind of bide some time of finding out if she's dead or alive. So Rena and Nate find out there's a potential match for her mother in New Jersey. And so they go out to Jersey to see um, if they can talk with her. And so Chuck kind of invites himself to come and Rena says, it's okay because maybe you can give me some moral support since you know what I'm going through. So the three of them head to Jersey and they are waiting on their waitress and she comes over and her name tags is Avery and they, ask if she's Avery Thorpe and she says she is but she's not her mother right she it was never in God's plan for her to have children she's sorry but hopefully you'd find what you're looking for and so Raina was of course defeated and she says it was a mistake so three of them head home and then later that night Chuck has to admit to Nate what Russell told him that Avery is dead so now Nate has to hold up this information and then Andrew Tyler Chuck's PI comes in he has a last name Andrew Tyler, yeah. Or is that like two first names? No, Andrew Tyler. Oh. It's his name. <laughs> we just say Andrew Tyler. Yes. From now on, Andrew Tyler. <laughs> Andrew Tyler. <laughs> the PI. The PI. Got it. He comes and presents Chuck with a box, and in the box is some cassette tapes, because Bart would keep evidence of this fire. And so he gives him the cassette tape, and he says, on it is your dad and Avery fighting and then your dad hurries out of the building but Avery is left in 
and the fire starts and she's never heard from again. This also makes me think, oh my God, is he? Oh no, that wouldn't make sense. A father, but that wouldn't make sense. If, um, like Bart, not even a father, if Bart, no, more of like Bart and Ebri had an affair. Right. Like I could see See that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll find out maybe. If that's the case. Also, I just want to circle back to how awkward we thought Chuck was in a diner. Oh, he just doesn't belong there for sure in the suit. And then him trying to be polite to people actually gives me the the smile. We don't like it. I hate it. It makes me super uncomfortable seeing him smile, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Just little notes. Little notes that we've noticed. Yes. So... On that note, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be on with Theo and Cordy from Freaky Franchise Podcast. And we're going to discuss this episode and all of its glory. So, I'm Theo. And I'm Cordy. And together we host Freaky, Freaky Franchise. Franchise, a podcast where we unmask horror movies based on quantity over quality. We watch horror franchises movie by movie and review every single one. (laughs) That's right. We don't skip a single film, no matter how bad or difficult to find it is. And we ask the important questions, such as... Why are Freddy's arms so long? Why is there so much butt touching in these movies? And, of course, the most obvious. Is Candyman hot? It's hard to tell. (laughs) You can join us every other Friday at FreakyFranchise.com or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome back from break. We are here with Theo and Cordy from Freaky Franchise Podcast. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so cool to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming. We're so excited to um, hear your Gossip Girl journey. Now, Cordy, you have watched the entirety of the show, correct? Yes, I watched it all when it was on Netflix when I was like 14. So that was, I haven't watched it since then, though. So it's like, (laughs) it's been a while. I'm 21 now, so it's been a while. Okay, yeah, so it's been Um, a couple years. Yeah, But I remember a lot of things. (laughs) weirdly (laughs) and yet there are also still so many surprises yes definitely and theo have you you haven't completed yet no so i am like a few episodes ahead of the episode that we're talking about today oh wow so you're like right there with us right there yeah okay so you and michelle are in the same boat pretty much do you know anything that happens i do so okay i know who gossip girl is so okay. do I. I won't, yeah. I won't say anything, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That we like to keep hard to miss, I think, after yeah. it being out for so many years before I started watching it. Yes. So you knew before you started watching, or was it spoiled for you? Yeah. Okay. I knew before I started watching it. Okay. And then Cordy, were you just like, we have to watch it anyway. It doesn't matter that you know who Obviously. it is. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what what drew you to the show originally, Cordy? Did you have friends or family that watched it or you were just like this show seems interesting i'll just catch it um i watched just a lot of that like kind of show at the time i think like pretty little liars and all of that um actually this is kind of embarrassing but i watched a lot of gossip girl content on vine at the time 
<laughs> and like they made it Vine was like a hot really, second really for us, yeah. Yeah, they mm-hmm. made it look really intriguing, so I was like, okay, I got to see this. <laughs> wow, I love that. And were you surprised about it? Did you did you like it or were you like, wow, this show is just crazy, but you couldn't stop watching? Um, I was definitely like uh, for the first few seasons, I was pretty hooked cuz yeah. I feel like at that age, I didn't really understand why so many of the characters were like terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So for the first few seasons, I was like, oh my God, the drama. I love it. Um, but I think in the later seasons, there's some really, really annoying characters. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, like this show's not amazing, but I'm still going to watch it, obviously, because at that point, completest. I had to finish the mystery. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I could appreciate that. We don't generally start shows and not finish them so and how are you liking it Theo I'm enjoying it it feels very nostalgic to me in a weird way because I didn't watch it when it was on but like every time they play a song I'm like oh my god I love this Mm -hmm. song in middle school or high school it's a time um and the like the style because I knew even though I didn't watch it at the time it was sort of in the culture so I knew that like Blair and Serena were both like style icons in their own ways and then you watch it now and the clothing's just insane Mm -hmm. Um, but it really it really captured a moment in time yeah, yeah, definitely. for sure. I know. I love it. It the soundtrack for. I don't know if you guys have ever watched the OC, but that's another Schwartz and Savage show, and the music on that show, and they have brought over the music on this show. It's just so nostalgic and feels so many things. And then when you watch, I think is it. Oh my god, the scene where Chuck and Blair first kiss for the first time in the limo. Is that a simple plan? I forget who sings that song. I don't remember. I forget. And like, I of know. course, the song now is escaping me. Like, what kind of idiot am I? Um, but like hearing that song over again, I just automatically think that's the scene, you know? And like, so that it it really it is like a time capsule. It yeah. triggers a lot of memories of watching it. So, yeah. uh, so Cordy, who would you say is your favorite character then? There are no wrong answers. She is so iconic. Um, I hate a lot of her actions, most of her actions. Yeah, but definitely. I, just, I love her. I can't help it. Theo, that. do you have a favorite, a favorite yet, Theo? Um, I I love Eric. I just adore I, him. Yes! He deals with so much. Like there's just I feel like he's always surrounded by the drama and he's very rarely causing it. Yeah, he is sometimes because he likes to get into little. um, What do you call it? Like little schemes, little schemes. Yeah. 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 He takes after little Jay a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just I adore him. Totally. I feel bad that I left out my other favorite character, who's obviously Cyrus Rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, oh. That's number one. That's probably Cyrus. the best character to ever grace the show. <laughs> Every ever. time he comes on, I get so excited. Same. I adore Cyrus, and we adore Dorota as well. I feel like I love Dorota. Yes. Cyrus, Dorota, and Eric are like the pretty much the gems. The gems of the of the show mm-hmm. because they keep out of everything. They have the great one liners. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Cyrus is a ball, a ball of sugar. He's such a mush. I love, I him. love him. I know. I every so time much. there's a holiday episode, I'm like, is Cyrus going to be there? Yeah. Can we get some Cyrus? 
We I haven't know. seen we him, haven't in, a seen him in a while. I love the Passover episode because I always, like, we celebrated Passover growing up. And so I always said, like, it's so weird to me that more shows don't do a Passover Seder episode because the yes. drama mm-hmm. is so intense. <gasps> And, and you're like drinking. Thanksgiving episode, but no <laughs> one can eat. Everybody's drinking. You have to. Everybody's <laughs> drinking and no one's eating. Yeah, everybody's yep. hungry. Yeah, hundred percent. So when, when I got to the Seder episode, it was awesome. It, oh, it was so good. Yeah, I thoroughly appreciate that because you yeah. don't see Judaism really represented, especially in a teen drama. No, right? They're, mm-hmm. They don't really. They highlight. Right. It's always highlighted Christmas. Christmas is but always. That's highlighted. a Schwartz thing because they do that in the OC as well. Right. Well, yeah, because so he's Jewish, so we appreciate that. Yeah, much appreciate Passover for the fellow <laughs> Jews out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll get started with some questions from our listeners. We will start with Will. So Theo and Michelle, do you think Louis and Blair are Endgame? Look at Michelle's face. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Michelle believes that Cher is end game so. i don't i don't root for chair no we don't root for chair like but very much certain and that's going off of nothing and i really hope i'm wrong but i'm <laughs> really certain that they're end game so yeah cordy since you've seen this entire series how do you feel about chair i it's really do- bad do you Especially stand? Oh, you don't back. stand. No, no, no. <laughs> Especially wa- watching it back for a second time, I'm like, oh my god, how? Like, because the first time I was like, oh, it's not great, but like they're cute, they're in love. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's horrible. <laughs> it's so horrible. Yeah, I think um, that's the general consensus for everyone who watches the show. <laughs> if you've seen it, if you saw it one time through a long, long time ago, you're like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. They are toxic, but they love each other, and then you watch it again with older eyes and you're like, Oh hell no. And even at this point, Michelle and I, when he's on the screen, just in general, we just can't stand him. Even if he's just not doing anything, he's just standing there. We're like, please go. We just, we can't take it. (laughs) We don't like him. Yeah. Um, Cordy, do you think Louie and Blair are end game? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Theo, Theo, since you haven't seen it. Um, So I, I don't think they are because I just can't picture that working out. Um, And, you know, there's still a couple more seasons, so I don't think they're going to make Blair a princess anytime Mm -hmm. soon. But I I love Louis because he's just so French. Yes. So, so French. He's French in real life. Yeah. From what I understand. Like his accent, I feel like you can tell he's like legit French. Like a French trying speaking American. Yeah. Yeah. I love a French accent. Yeah. Yeah. It's different because we don't ever get to see that. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. On, it's on always this show very like overdone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh Mike wants to know, will Vanessa disappear again, Michelle? Yes. You kind we kind of talked about it in the first half of the show because at this point I'm like what's her purpose? She has ruined all of her relationships. And I liked Vanessa in the beginning. I wasn't one of those people that hated her because everyone's like, Vanessa's the worst. Vanessa's the worst. I'm like, I'm waiting for her to become the worst. She's not the worst. She's not the worst. <laughs> it's just sad at this point. It's, it's sad. really sad. What do you guys feel about Vanessa? Do you think she's gone? <laughs> I, I'm sure she'll keep popping back up here and there, but I don't. She's going to leave again. Nothing's mm-hmm. going well for her. She has no reason to be there. No, she has feel, no one. 
Yeah. yeah. I feel bad at this point because she just keeps coming back to get like sent away again. <laughs> to get like know, knocked right. back down. Yeah. It's just like, why do you and keep coming back? She, like she does she keeps doing the wrong thing, but she also I feel like is trying to fix it and just doing it all wrong. Yeah. yeah so she I, hasn't I really... was very irritated with her and now I just kind of feel bad. Right. right. I think we feel the same. And she hasn't really had like any positive conversation with anyone pretty much in the entire season. In season four, we haven't had any positive moments with her because of the whole Juliet fiasco. And now she's trying to stir up shit with Blair and Dan. And it's like she's just I feel like she's forced she's forcing it and she should probably just take a step back and not really try and. Yeah you know, yeah. metal again. She's like trying to help, but we're not really explaining why you're trying to help. Like what your purpose of doing it is. So I just still don't understand her reasoning for telling Serena, like on the phone, like leave that voice on that she was trying to help. How is that about Blair and Patch? Right. That's I not don't... really helping anything. You're just trying to hurt Patch. I right. think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. We call Dan Padge. I don't know if you guys know this. Okay. We yeah, call him Padge. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we always have to preface that on the podcast, but sometimes people listen, so I never know. Um, Mike also wants to know, do we blame Serena for telling the prince that Blair and uh, Padge have been seeing each other for months? I don't think she did that maliciously. I think it was her figuring out in that moment, like, well, they're having an affair. So I think I would be as fed up as Serena is because she's been trying to figure out the truth the whole day. And then finally in front of her, she's like, my best friend's lying to me. Padge is clearly also a part of this. Like they're clearly having an affair. I don't blame her for that part, that part. Right. She didn't, she kind of jumped to conclusions with having minimal proof of everything. And so her thinking that is not, not justified Right. And so in that moment, like, yeah, I'm hurt. And Louis, you should be careful of Blair because you should always be careful of Blair. (laughs) You know, so I don't I don't blame her. (laughs) Yeah, she is so scary. She's so mean. Do you see the way she was talking to him in the Thai store? She was just like, (laughs) like, you don't and like you don't know what a butler's corner is. You're a cater waiter. waiter. She's just like she's just nasty. (laughs) Um, But what do you guys think about Serena telling Louis about Dan and Blair? I I don't blame her. I feel like Serena yeah. Serena does a lot of stuff that I'm like, girl, what are you doing? But mm-hmm. in this episode, I felt like it was justified. Mm-hmm. Like clearly Blair's keeping a secret from her, like whatever that is. Um, you know, there's weird stuff going on with Dan. And I feel like after, a, I guess it was just a day, right? It's not even yeah. like 24 hours. Yeah. But of a, a, a gossip girl packed day mm-hmm. of all of that stuff happening. And I... If I was, if I had a friendship like Serena and Blair's, I don't know what I would do. I'd be so tired. I don't think anyone has a friendship like Serena and Blair's. <laughs> you know, it is too. exhausting. Split up and gotten back together so many times, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. almost always the same fight too. Mm-hmm. It's like the exact it's the, same premise. The fight that we pretty much had in this episode, which didn't even coincide with what happened it was Blair saying oh you don't like people in your shadow and Serena saying you want what I have (laughs) so it's like that's the same conversation that they always have but where did it come from in this sense like Dan and Blair hanging out really it didn't make sense to me or Michelle so no 
with that being said, though, do we think that Blair and Dan should have told Serena prior to their plan what was going to happen? This is such a bad plan. This is such a the yeah, plan bad plan. Yeah, if it was a different place. plan, yes. But this plan right. was, I wouldn't have told anyone. It's embarrassing. The plan should never right. have happened. It was very bad. <laughs> so we are very much big fans of Blair and Padge. Like, we ship them. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, right. Very interesting. It's not the, it's not the common response. No, but <laughs> to me, they have the most chemistry yes. on screen. And so we, we were talking and Liz said she thinks that, and I kind of do agree, that Blair came up with this plan because she just wanted to kiss Padge again. It was a life-changing kiss. Subconsciously, deep, deep down. You know, they didn't have to kiss. They what, didn't. There could have been yeah, some right. other plan to th- make whatever his name was, the uh, advisor, to believe yeah. that Dan and Blair were dating. I don't think they needed to kiss. And, I feel and like a they lot did. of Blair's plans involve kissing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she gets an opportunity. Yeah. She's like, yeah. great. Right? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. I um, I like them as friends. Um, yes. I don't ship them. That's just, it's a little too much do. for me. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> we got another one. Like, like, I don't know. I don't really like any of the couples on the show that That's much. Fair. <laughs> yeah. In general. They all make Except bad maybe choices. S- right, right. And Nate, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, they're like interesting. They're fun. I like their vibe. It would keep it's so different Serena from most of the Dan other relationships on the show. Yes. yes. That would Which I would appreciate. Happy. Yes. We as well would appreciate. Um, Theo, so far, actually, who do you think is the best match for Serena? Or I does she just not have one? <laughs> she's just dated some real duds. Mm-hmm. But. I think out of everyone she's dated, I think Nate's the best for her. Yeah, she we toy back and forth at that too. Normal when she's dating him, mm-hmm. like her life kind of levels out a little bit, and then you know something will happen, and she has to go like find her dad or whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> but right, there's right. like these moments of just peace in her life, which mm-hmm. I really want for her. Right, yeah. she has such a chaotic life. There's always something happening there and she's just going from guy to guy to guy to kind of avoid it all. And so as you're watching her, I mean, Michelle and I talk about this every week, but it's just we're so tired of her going from guy to guy to guy to guy that we just want her to be alone for just a little bit and just like understand yourself and what you need and why you're having these patterns of going from guy to guy to guy. So this would be second episode of her alone. Yeah, so this is good. We're making some I'm gonna moves. Keep a, I'm gonna keep We're going to keep a track of how many episodes Serena is okay. single. So two so far. Yeah. Um. So following up to that question, Mike also wants to know: Do we think that Serena would understand the plan of Dan and Blair having to kiss? Maybe if she, I don't know if she knew prior that they already had the kiss. If she would understand this time, but maybe if she didn't know about the first kiss, she'd be like, okay. I see what you're doing here. You're just trying to help out Louis. But since then, now she knows they kissed twice. Now she's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's you know? Right. Yes, I feel like exactly. if you know they kissed once and then they're like, oh, we have a secret plan to kiss again. But it doesn't mean anything. I feel like I'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It doesn't like, mean sure anything. It doesn't. Sure. 
Right. That's how I would see it, too, if I was yeah. Serena. So I don't think she would understand if she knew about the first kiss that they would have to do the second kiss. No, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mike also on Snow was Dan too harsh on Vanessa. I no. thought he was a little harsh. <laughs> I mean, not too harsh because I'm over it already. But I thought he was a bit like harsh to her. I don't know. I don't I was think like, he Ooh. was actually. I loved him saying I was actually going to uh, stand, stand you up, you up. Tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's sick of the BS. He's sick of it. Yeah. What do you guys think? I agree. I and I feel like Dan just sort of goes along with so much and kind of gets himself into that drama all the time. So I like him being like, eh, yeah, I was going to stand you up. I'm sick of it. Bye. And yeah. she's just gotten I mean, she's been awful to him. Yeah, he I, he was rude, but yeah, he was rude. But she I mean, she didn't have to snitch on him like it wasn't her business. <laughs> Right. And also her just being like, oh, I was going to explain the phone call to Serena tonight. What were you going to explain? That <laughs> How was, are you going yeah. to explain that? And then he probably would have walked out on you anyway. Right. You know? Right. right. So it was kind of inevitable. It was inevitable. Yeah. At yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, Mike wants to know, will Jean-Michel become Serena's new boo? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Is right. <laughs> I don't even remember what the guy looked like. No. Let's not bring him back. No. I don't either. <laughs> she called him and I was like, no. you have not spoken to this man in so long. Why in 19 episodes. This? It was the right. first the first episode that we meet him and that's pretty much it. Petty? Being petty. Yeah, just being petty. Yeah. She was yeah. just trying to stir something up. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not sure what her plan was, honestly. I, yeah. Right? I He's know. also I in mean, France. Yeah. 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 Right. And I think the only thing I can... Un- could get from that is give me more dirt on louis yeah and that's about it yeah but other than that i don't really understand the motive of calling jean-michel so no uh vic wants to know do we think charlie likes dan yes i'm gonna say yeah and i know what happens so i I have (laughs) seen far enough ahead to know the answer to this Mm -hmm. um but also it's it's a lot (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot more than just that yeah, I mean, yeah. so our listeners have been saying that the next couple episodes are so insane and Lisa yeah. said that too so I cannot wait to see what happens I know Charlie I don't think this is good news Charlie, uh, Michelle thinks Charlie is there because she wants to be an Upper East Sider and- clearly yeah she's stirring the pot and I'm very excited to see how she does it yeah so yeah. do we think that if so if Charlie has feelings for Dan is Dan going to retaliate yeah but I think in a not a like I actually like you kind of way just like just a nice like, thing what to else do? do I have going on right and now he's like having to distract himself from liking Blair he does admit he likes Blair guys yeah, yeah. So we were like oh my yeah. god <laughs> it's confirmed it was confirmed. We were super yeah. excited about that. But, uh, you know, it's a crush. Ultimately, he's going to get his heart broken. So it's... Right. I know. He needs to distract himself with someone. And I guess that would be Charlie. So this should be good. Yeah. Right. Um, Blair doesn't Tish- want him. Serena's not having him. Yeah. Charlie's yeah. there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? And she knows yeah. that he's that he's weak right now. She's she relating. Knows. She's like, wow, you really like her. I could tell. So you're going to get in that friend. But then Padge will quickly, you know, next episode. 
I do. I okay. this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, Tish wants to know will Nate or Chuck be the one to tell Raina about her mom? <laughs> You've seen what happened. Seen some. Um I think Nate. Nate. I think Chuck will let Nate do it. I actually or maybe together. Is together an option since sure, this, they can tr- do it this triangle is doing this thing together? Yeah. Yeah, together. Okay. Yeah. Um, Theo and Cordy, Tish wants to know, will you watch the reboot of Gossip Girl? Absolutely. Definitely. I will yeah. try a reboot of just about anything. And like I said, I'm a completist, so mm-hmm. I've got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's only 10 episodes for the first season, at least. So, I mean, we could totally do that, right? 10 episodes yeah. is nothing at this point. Yeah. I can't oh, yeah. believe shows are just 10 episodes now. I we were know. used to yeah. like shows that are 22, 26 episodes sometimes. Now it's like they kind of sum everything up in 10 episodes, and you're like, wow. Why didn't all the shows do that? Know. <laughs> you know? I, know? I mean, me who has a little attention span, but I know sometimes like when we go want to go back and watch a show with nostalgia, we're like, oh man, that's the last one or we want more. Yeah. But um, all right. So you guys are both on on the board for on the train for a reboot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll know- be good, but well, I'll yeah. watch it. <laughs> I feel like it has to be sort of good because pretty much the same creators and writers are at least going to be in some parts of it so um it has to be semi good and it's hbo yeah Yeah, and i think it'll have an it'll have an updated voice so hopefully that will reflect the generation today yeah better yeah hopefully i'm excited for the clothes yeah Yeah. me too they look 20 20 clothes (laughs) yes like the fashion it's still constant in st jude so like they're still in private school but they have this like really cool Everyone has their own style. Where like we did in this Gossip Girl where Serena has like the tie always or Blair had her headband. But I think we can definitely see a lot more of just individuality. Exactly. And also there'll be parties. So I can't wait to see what they wear to parties. Yeah. Because now (laughs) there won't be in their their school uniforms. It's like, here's a 2020 fashion. What's it going to be? Right. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Because Joshua Safran... I'm sorry, Eric Damon is still going to be on the costume, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Um, they, she also wants to know if you have been involved with their marketing. Have you signed up? They had that quick uh, number. You can text Gossip Girl. Have you been keeping up no. with any of the... No. no. I didn't know that I was wish. a thing. That sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was fun for the moment we did it, and then we haven't gotten anything yet since yeah, then. Yeah, we but. did it last <laughs> week, and it was really exciting to get like a Gossip Girl blast. And I was like, wow. And honestly, as the week went on, I totally forgot about it. And tonight, I'm like, wow, I haven't heard from Gossip yeah, Girl. We haven't heard from her in a There's while. no blast. But I'm Aww. sure maybe the week leading up to it, we'll get like another blast. Like, dearest reader, it's coming July 8th or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So that is all of our questions. But I want to know, Cordy, do you have a favorite season of Gossip Girl since you've seen the whole show? Ooh. Um, I don't know. I think season two is a good season and I like season four too. I really like season four. I love the Prince Louis plotline is one of my favorites. It's so dramatic. Um, yes, it is. So, yeah, I like season. I don't know. I like season one a lot because it's like classic. But mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Theo, have you have you decided on a favorite as of yet? Or maybe do you have a favorite storyline that you've watched so far? Um, I loved the Georgina storyline because I was a big Michelle Trachtenberg fan as a kid. Um, so that like thinking about nostalgia like that, the second she walked on screen, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It's Michelle Trachtenberg. She's amazing. Um, yeah. And I just anytime she comes on, like even before the episode starts, when you see her name on the credits, you're like, oh, some crazy is going to happen. Yeah. You know, something big is going to happen. She just does such a beautiful job of being Georgina. She just embodies that character. Like when you see her, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, she's she's pure evil, but also kind of is not at all. Yeah. She still has like a heart in there somewhere it's just buried deep deep down i love georgina all the georgina episodes i like you said you just know it's going to be a good time i miss her i ask Liz, i'm like when is she coming back do we get any of her do you want me to tell you when she's coming back do you want a little tease kind of she'll be in the finale <laughs> oh my god! It's so oh, and it's a good finale. Obviously, if Michelle Trachtenberg is going to be in it, it's a great yeah. finale. That is awesome. Yeah, I wanted to give her a little positivity. You know, no, I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, really good season four so far has been my favorite. Season. Same. It has the most it's drama. So good. It's we now really we good. we get we know these characters. We yeah. are switching up the pairings. It's nice to see people that we don't see them with all the time. Yeah. Um, I wish that Rufus would talk more, but hey, I mean, at this point, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Poor Rufus. Poor Rufus. But other than that, it's been a really good, I really like the season. It's a good season. Yeah. I love Lily being on house arrest. Her like walking (laughs) out of the party at the end of this Uh, episode. That's an underrated part. Like for sure. She's such a frustrating character because a lot of the times you're like, Lily, you are not being a good mother right now. But every once in a while, she just has such like a baller move. Mm -hmm. And this was one of those episodes. That was a boss babe moment for her, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. And I love that dress. And then she lifts it up and you see the ankle monitor and her shoes. I'm like, ah. Queen. Can I be her? Queen. Yeah. She just knows how to do her. it. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She is a definitely a, a very frustrating character that we have like at least three or four episodes a, a season where you're like, oh, Lily, she's the worst. Why is she so evil? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, but she's the mom and we love her. She definitely, she toys with my emotions the most, she I think. She does. And she's a character that we go back to and we're like, oh, we love Lily. Like we could... Right, upset like, with her, but then we actually love her. In she's the one of my favorites of the character. I love her. Yeah. I do love her. Yeah, yeah. She's become one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, and I think Blair. She's definitely getting up there for me too as one of my much favorites. respect for Blair. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing about Blair is she does a lot of awful things, but she almost always gets consequences for the things she does, I would say. And most of the other characters don't face a lot of consequences. Yes. That's a good so, point. Serena does not get many consequences. Yeah. Like Blair had to go to NYU for a year. That was that was the consequences of her actions. That was like, a punishment. Do, like, seriously, for her it was. For her it was. And all because she couldn't keep her mouth shut about Dan being with a teacher. But... Oh my God. Gosh. Never forget Miss Carr. Oh, Never Ms. forget. Carr. That was some juice. Yeah. yeah. Good point though. That's a really good point. It's true. She yeah. she does she does get what's coming to her most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. She also just like is superhuman. 
Like yeah. Blair accomplishes things that no one else could ever accomplish. And you got to give her credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. She's Absolutely. a really, really hard worker. She doesn't stop until she succeeds. So um, I give her a lot of props for that. And we've said this before in the past, like to have Serena or Blair on your team, you want Blair. Mm-hmm. Blair oh, will yeah. get stuff done. Blair gets shit done. Yeah. She'll help you get through what you have to get through. 100% picking Blair. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Hopefully Serena gets there so far. Yeah, she's Serena just been tough. Has to go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. She's like, gotta go. She, she does always have to go. This episode too. She's like, I have to go. Oh my god! I wonder if there's like a video compilation, compilation. of like her <laughs> just saying, "I have to go." Because you're right. I never realized that until this moment. I'm look that, that up too. That she good. always is like, "I gotta get out of here." But that's like her mo is like, "I need to run that away. Is, yeah. Problems yeah. gotta go." She doesn't face her problems, and that's why she always has so many. But I digress because our listeners are like, stop talking about Serena and how much you can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I know. Yeah. But uh, that is everything. Do you guys have anything you'd like to discuss with us? Did you, you know, write down any bullet points that you're like, oh, I have to talk about this? Or did we touch upon anything? Um, I will just say one thing I noticed, because when I wrote to you guys saying we wanted to be on the show, I was like, you know, we do a horror movie podcast. So like, there's not a lot of overlap. I don't know if you (laughs) want us, but we love Gossip Girl. Um, But they did mention a few different horror movies in this episode. They did. So I was like, it was meant to be. Yeah, they did. Actually, I was just telling Michelle, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have watched The Shining because that's like a classic. I was like the only person in the world, I think, that had, well, besides her, that hadn't seen it. Um, And then we watched Dr. Sleep afterwards. Did you guys watch those movies? Because I found Dr. Sleep to be freaking amazing. I mean, I don't read Stephen King books, but I thought that I thought the movie was great. I am. I haven't seen it yet. Cordy hasn't seen The Shining. Oh, really? Yeah, because no. I, I think every time we talk about watching it, it doesn't, like, pan out. But Yeah, I would like to, but I just don't want to watch it, like, all by myself. <laughs> Sounds scary. Yeah, you gotta yeah, watch it. You know what? It's definitely, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's definitely psychologically creepy. Um, there aren't, like, any, like, jumps, I don't think, necessarily, but it is definitely creepy, for sure. Dr. Sleep, though, I don't know if you guys have read the book. I didn't read the book, but uh, my boyfriend said the movie was better than the book. So I thought the book, uh, the movie was great. Well, I don't I know, know why I just had to go um, on a rant about that. Mike Flanagan, right? Who yes. does like The Haunting of Hill House. The, the, I which was my absolute that. favorite show. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. The, it's, my, I, it's my favorite story of all time. And if you haven't seen the 60s movie, you should. It's really good. I haven't. And if you haven't seen the 90s movie, you also should, because it's the most bonkers movie in the entire it's world. It's hilarious. It's oh, bizarre. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, that's what I'm going to tell my boyfriend this weekend. That's what we're going to do, yeah. because we've been on like this horror movie <laughs> like <laughs> kick for some reason. Um, but Haunting on Hill House, by far, my one of my absolute best favorite shows yeah, that has I ever been created. Incredible. Yeah, and I never read the books. I'm not a big reader, as you can tell. I haven't read any of these books, but <laughs> I thought the, the show was phenomenal. And so, yeah, I actually I have an appointment uh, in a week to get a cup of stars tattoo. So, Ooh, wow, I am a big big fan. That's awesome. Wow. Well, you'll have to send us a picture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Well, we thank you guys so much for joining us. It's so nice to talk to people who love gossip girl and even though you don't podcast about something similar we can still have a great conversation about it 
And um, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you. It was great to get a chance to talk about this kind of thing and yeah. not like have to limit it to a short tangent and cut out mm-hmm. 20 minutes of it, which mm-hmm. is what we usually do. So <laughs> I, like, I don't have many friends who watched Gossip Girl, honestly. So having people to like nerd out about it with is so fun. Yeah, and yeah, that's same here. what we're here for. You know, we're just if you have a Gossip Girl loving friend that wants to hear friends talk about it <laughs> we're your gals <laughs> you know? know we just talk about tv yeah. all the time there we are we are good we are good Thank you to Cordy and Theo. Sweet They're girls. They're so cute. They're so oh. cute. I wish you guys could have seen them. I know. Go follow them on Instagram. See their pictures. Freaky franchise. And go listen to their podcast if you're into horror movies. Hell which yeah. I know we have listeners that are definitely into horror movies. Hell yeah, guys. Do your part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do your part. Do your part as a TBM member and you like horror, go over there and check those girls out because they're so sweet. Super nice. Um, so I'll give you some trivia. It's not the greatest, but the episode t- title is based off the movie Pretty in Pink. Obviously, the episode was sponsored by Guilt. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> Lily and Serena are shown shopping on the site, and boxes from the company are shown around the Vanderwoodson apartment. Raina is revealed to be twenty six. Is it on the birth? I guess so. Which would mean she's significantly older than both Chuck and Nate, who are twenty. Not that it matters, but like you would, I just feel like this girl who's like this bad boss bitch, 26. Let me just go to Nate Archibald, the 20 year old who like doesn't leave his apartment. Well, they're all in the (laughs) same world. They are. They are in the same world. So it's, you know, age is just a number. It absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, We had some music by Oland, the Ting Tings, the Vaccines, the Asteroids, Galaxy Tour, the Pierces, Two Hours Traffic, and Danica. We finally had some headbands this week. How many did you have? I had two. Same. From both Minions. Minions. Yes. I really like Charlie's, uh, wow, I was going to say Skeeta Scharf, Cheetah Scarf. Wow, brain. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Lily's ankle bracelet. She looks just like a badass. Just, just call it an ankle bracelet. It's an ankle bracelet. Just oh, an accessory. Yeah. I liked Blair's plaid poncho the coat jacket. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I had that too. I like Rufus's pullover. I liked Raina's dark green pea coat. Yeah. She looks so good in that color. I like Serena's ring. She had a statement ring. And we were trying to figure out her bracelet. The cuff. It, I think it was a starfish. Which is really cool. Yeah. It's probably super uncomfortable, though. Because it's, it's like really big. stiff. Yes. Like you really can't move your wrist around On my lot. small wrist, I have like a fetus size <laughs> wrist. I can't really wear bracelets unless they're elastic because bangles just fall just off. Just of fall me. off. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a average size wrist, That's I nice. think. I can fit all of my fingers around my wrist, you know, when you do me the too. cuff. Yep. I know some people can't do that. Everyone so. take a break right now. <laughs> and do that. Can you fit all of your fingers around your <laughs> wrists? Uh, I really liked Serena's dress at the party. Me too. And I really liked Lily's dress at the party. 
Blair's was cute too. I like the sweet. Blair's was cute. As it went down, it kind of looked like a cake. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the bottom, but no. she looked pretty. The lipstick matched. It was all cute. I like Vanessa's jacket with the metallic. That was so cool. I didn't notice that the first time I watched, but I was like, that's a cool jacket. And you know what? Padge's white button down. Mm-hmm. Mm. How have your dreams been? I haven't had a Gossip Girl dream lately. Not I a Padge dream? No. You know why? I, um... I usually have them on the nights that I take my notes and things, you mm. know, because pa- gospel mm. rolls on the mind. Fresh. Mm-hmm. But last night is actually when I decided to watch this episode again and finish my notes, and I oh, I did not have a gospel dream. Maybe Unfortunately. Tonight. Maybe, Maybe tonight, tonight I will. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a laugh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, how about some quotes? Want to come over later for some screenings? <laughs> it says, let's skip dinner and make a sex tape. This say sexy and smart. I'm sorry, I'm new at this. How is this better than just asking them? We're just friends. Date away. And you bring royalty to Vasalka? Who needs a map when you just follow the cheater? Hey, where are you going with those scones? (laughs) Not in front of, under the nose of. Blair, I always find out. Don't let Sarah Palin ruin it for you. Alaska is amazing. <laughs> I was like, wow, that reference is so dated, but also so perfect here. Yeah. Um, and who moves a party? Not having to face another Botox bitch. Mm-hmm. And then I committed social suicide for you. Right? She did commit social suicide. And also, I was planning on standing you up. <sighs> so good. One of my other favorite moments, and I don't know where to put this, mm-hmm. was... When Lily was on the couch with Rufus and she was just comfortable with her foot. I love the foot. That moment right there. I was like, relax, Lily. We never get to see that. In a dress. I mean, that was so relatable. So How relatable. she was sitting and her foot just, I there's know. no shoe. And the most beautiful foot I've ever seen. Oh, we love your foot, <laughs> Lily. Shout out to your foot. Shout out to Lily's foot. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, how about an MVP and shittiest? I struggled with both. I I didn't struggle, I should say. The shittiest I really struggled with, but... Yeah, I'm not sure about my shittiest. All right. MVP, though? Yeah. Ready? Yep. Three, Three, two, two, one, Lily. Lily. Yeah, I have a blue ribbon to Nate, though. I felt like he was a good support system for Raina, as he always is. But Lily, with shutting down her own party, I mean, hysterical. Yeah, no, Lily was a queen in this episode yeah and uh will and Vic also agreed and tish picked rufus sweet for helping change the party and you know of course yeah always looking out for lily shittiest eh. i'm gonna go with my gut i guess there we go it's strange <laughs> because this is gossip girl and i don't have a shit i know it's like everyone was pretty good at the, you know, something. <laughs> I really don't. Have I know who mine, who it is, but it's like a cop out. Really? Mm-hmm. Who am I forgetting? Probably no one, because mine doesn't really. <laughs> just let's just do it. Let's just have a <laughs> shitty discussion. All right, we'll have a shitty discussion. You're gonna lead, and then I'm gonna butt in. Okay, I picked all of the noobsy pink ladies. Oh, like Anne. And but I don't give it to Anne only for the sole purpose of Lily did shut her out That's when true. she was divorcing the captain. Right. She was nasty and didn't invite her to her Christmas party, which I was shocked about because I was like, Lily, I thought we were past this. I thought you were like softening to this yeah, world. And why? But now it's like a slap in the face for her. So I think she finally got it. 
Yeah, it took like takes of her own medicine. Yeah, but Anne was nasty. She was an icy bitch. Right. But I also kind of laughed when she said it because I was like, oh shit. No, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. So we can't hold that against her. No. Vic did pick Anne, but I understand why yeah, she did. Yeah, right. Who, who did I also else picked, pick? I also picked maybe Serena for being petty. Yes, but no. Will the and petty, Tish picked Serena. The petty. Well, I was going to pick her just for the ending scene. I know. Are you bored? Right. That's why the shitty was really hard for me because, like, uh, yeah, the default could be Anne because she was so mean, mm. but I don't, I don't feel that. No. So that's our discussion about the shittiest. That's it. Yeah. I don't have anything don't really else have one. to say. Guys, guys, it's Betty of the Week time. You were total Betty, total Betty, total Betty, total Betty. You're a total Betty. I was just discussing with Michelle, can we call said Betty of the Week this name? So uh, we had a new pledge, Stefania, who, if you don't already know, we interviewed on a bonus episode for this podcast. So go take a listen to it because she wrote a book. She's amazing. She's a stupor, a stupor, a superstar. Gwen Stefania. <laughs> Stefania, if you hate Gwen, Gwen Stefani, we are so sorry. We'll but change it. We will change it. And we love you. And you're a superstar in our eyes. And that's what we were thinking and going towards with that name. But yeah. Um, thank you for the pledge. That was so unnecessary. And we couldn't believe it. And we are so thankful for that you're here. And we hope our listeners and our patrons will get to know you. Yeah. And get all your good insight. Yeah. And check out that bonus episode where we discuss Stefania's book, Teen TV. Teen TV. It's out for purchase. Go get it. And you know what? This book is not just for professors or in media studies. It's for everyone who's interested in television like me. If you guys are nerds like me when it right. comes to television, this is our jam. And especially teens. So it's yeah. teens from pretty much all generations yeah. and all um, decades of and how television. In- and the influence uh great yeah so thank you stefania thank you stefania that's so sweet we really appreciate you uh we also have some birthdays this month we sure do we have a load of birthdays but when this episode airs um it will be katie's birthday on the 6th yep and daphne's birthday on the 7th so happy birthday you guys happy birthday love y'alls okay are you ready for the title yeah next week of course episode 20 with our patron, Jalance, because she requested this episode. She said, oh, my God, this episode is so good. Can I be on it? And I was like, yeah, girl. You a patron? You got it, Jalance. You got it, girlfriend. So the title for next week, episode 20, The Princesses and the Frog. Cute. Very cute. My three gossip words are... Three gossip words. Crush ring producer i know it's, it's so al- just <laughs> a little crush that's good. a good classic song. yeah so okay crush well i think charlie has a crush on padge i think serena is has a crush on jean what's his name jean michel jean michel is that his name jean michel really jean paul michel something <laughs> Whatever his name is. I think 
that Louis is going to present a ring to Blair. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or the discussion of a ring is mm. like, we got to lock this down. We can't yeah. see that she's messing around. We need to be <laughs> oh. a princess producer. Yeah, this one's just a wrench in everything. <laughs> oh, good. At least you admit to that. Well, it doesn't really have to do with the other two. Producer. Is Patch going to get a job or a role in some school production and he's going to produce? We haven't seen him in school. Well, what? I remember? Um, it's funny because in this episode today, Vanessa says, don't you have off on Fridays? Right. Why are you at NYU? Well, that's what I'm saying. What are we doing? <laughs> the other thing, too, is like, what do these words have to do with Raina and that whole situation and maybe none of them? Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was a ring that Bart gave to Avery mm-hmm. and had to burn the evidence mm-hmm. there. Something could be there or I could crush you. So this doesn't mean there's a crush on anyone, but someone's literally going to be crushed. (sighs) Producer, though, huh? Hmm. I'm just going to stick with that ad. We're going to see him in school producing something. Okay. Sure. For now. That's good. You marinate. Yeah. And until next week. That's right. Um, How about... And a pink, a pink emoji of some sort. Well, we have a heart. We have a pink heart. There's a pink flower. How about whatever you guys want? That's pink. Just send us a pink emoji. Something pink. And while you're at it, you can stick that pink emoji in an Apple podcast review. Oh, I wish there was a pink apple, pink lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, yes. So Apple Podcasts updated their app. I was telling Liz this earlier, and we have produced 86 episodes of of Three Gossip Girls. And that includes a couple of like other ones that we've released in terms of wow. Riverdale. But it's a yeah. lot, yeah. So anyway, you should go to your Apple Podcasts. You should. App, if you're using it, and you should leave us a review because it helps the show. Okay, we checked in last week, and I know you're dying to know, our numbers have even grown even more since last week week it's crazy i'm not even making this up why Why would i lie why would i make this up why would you lie we're not trying to toot our own horns but a little too too no just proud so absolutely so proud and it's because of you that we've gotten here so the more you leave a rating and review the higher our numbers go up on the charts that's right you know so i'm gonna read we got two reviews two First one, best, 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 five stars, mm. K-Zero. Sure. I could be pronouncing it wrong, and I apologize. You know who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Best podcast. I've loved this show for a while and was looking for a podcast that spoke about it when I stumbled upon this one. I love this podcast and these ladies network. I even got inspired to start watching The OC and listening to that podcast as well. Mm. Since Michelle is watching my favorite show, I will watch hers too. <laughs> oh. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is so sweet. Keep up all the good work, ladies. Hashtag hair heart is bursting. Oh my God. P.S. Padge Bentley should get his name legally changed. <laughs> I agree. It would make things a lot easier. It would make things a lot easier. I'm telling you, the day we meet him, I've had this like vision. I know you're going to call him Padge and, buy, and be like, oh my God. The whole time, be like, don't say Padge, don't say Padge, don't say Padge. Just say pen, pen, Or I'll pen, be pen, like, pen, my pen, nervous pen. of like, you know the whole time I was calling you Padge? He's really like, that's not funny. And like, <laughs> I don't want to be on this anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Our second review, Aww. XOXO Gossip Jill. Gossip Jill? Five stars hey. from Jamie Applegate. 
My love-hate relationship with Gossip Girl is long and storied. However, for 3GG, they taught me to love dissecting it and having watch parties for it and exposing my hatred of chair. <laughs> Highly recommend to both veterans and newbies as it's spoiler-free after an with an After Dark segment, Love Liz and Michelle hate chair forever. <laughs> XOXO. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Just thank you for listening too. If you're out there on Spotify, keep listening yeah, there. Yeah, if you have an, an option to review us on your podcast platform. I don't know if that's possible. I'm not I sure. I feel like there may be one other out there. It's just they, none of the other apps have it. They should have their own ranking system, you know? I know. But the numbers count. You're listening. The numbers count. We're growing. We're getting that momentum. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So, so much. All right. Before we break for After Dark, I have a Will's treat, as I normally do. It's like dessert for the end. It's the end of the night. So, Gossip Girl characters as symptoms requested by Vic, patron. Oh. So, we have Blair. Excessive dreaming. Her dream is to be Audrey Hepburn. Not a bad symptom. Chuck, hemorrhoidal, wow, hemorrhoidal bleeding. <laughs> he is an ass. <laughs> Serena, fatigue. Although there has been a recent, wow, my fucking brain. Serena, fatigue. Although there has been a recent uptick in likability in the last few episodes, she has been tiring all season and was tiring in this episode. <laughs> Dan, chest pain. His heart has been bruised and battered lately. Nate, low-grade fever. He helps you address a need and is always low stakes in relationships, besides his dalliances with Serena. (laughs) Jenny, migraine. She is Rufus's headache for better or worse. Eric, malaise. Eh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Vanessa, high-grade fever. If she is in the picture, a storm is brewing. Lily, wheezing. With her, it is, as always, smoke and mirrors. (laughs) Rufus, lethargy. I can't decide which has less punch, Rufus's storylines or his spirit. Louis, confusion. Our favorite Frenchman was a bit perplexed by this episode until the end. Bart, brain freeze, short and excruciating. (laughs) William, indigestion. His character is a hard pill to swallow. Trip Vanderbilt, diarrhea. He is a little shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, Trip. Maureen and Miss Carr, elevated heart rate. Maybe it's just me. XOXO will. XOXO will. He never fails to deliver some comedic moments for oh this podcast. Gosh. Will. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Will. Thank you to everyone for your questions. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, Theo and Cordy, for joining us. You girls are so super sweet. Um, and it's time for us to tick up. Tick, tick we're t- up. We're ticking up. Here we go. Tick, 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 tick. tick, tick. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After Dark. And then in After Dark, it's silent. <laughs> we've arrived. I know. It's just so funny that it goes like transition to music. And then we're like, hello. Hey, it's After Dark. It's After Dark. We're slow and slinky. And So last week, we texted Gossip Girl. Yeah, she never answered. It was fun, though. <laughs> and I'm really hoping I get some more. 
Yeah. And you read some tweets with Josh Saffron about the reboot. We discovered 10 episodes. Yes. So I have a couple of uh, bullet points about the re- uh, re- reboot. Yeah. Because our listener, Andrea Marie, sent a video last week. And I said, okay, I'll I'll look through it. Make sure the video has spoiler scenes. They don't, you know, discuss the spoilers, but we're showing all these clips. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll post it on Patreon with spoilers. Beware, but, you know, just giving, just putting it out there. Um, so, as I said earlier in the episode, we know that Schwartz and Savage, Saffron and Damon are all going to be a part of it in some capacity. We don't know to what, just maybe. Well, they're not producing it? I don't know if they're directly producing it. Really? But I think that they're they're at least going to be, you know, called upon for things. What do you I mean? Don't, Who's producing it? I don't I don't I thought it they weren't confirmed that they were producing it f- like fully. I thought Joshua really? Safran was like the showrunner of this one. So he's the showrunner? Yeah, I don't think Schwartz and Savage are Are they like executive producers? Maybe they're just going to yeah, maybe they're just going to be a part of it. Okay. But not directly the you know the directors producers of the show interesting i pretty i'm pretty sure um again this is what we what we have been rumored to know no one knows for sure pretty much anything um and they wanted it to be an extension of the show and not a reboot so it's just an extension Hmm. um the synopsis is eight years later so keeping with 2012 ending 2020 beginning so eight years so Again, where we left off at the season six finale, eight years from there. I don't know if that's post-time jump or pre-time jump. I have no idea. Because there is a time jump in the finale. Yeah, which But like figured. a sum-up time jump, not like we're in the time jump. You know what I mean? So I wonder... That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the time jump happens, right? However but are we shows. ignoring that? I don't know. Or... That is what happens, and we're just going to go back and live in this world of like, like show stories, show of like wh- how of, it came there, yeah, yeah. How and that there? time jump still exists. That is right, actually right. what happens. They wanted. We're just going right, yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see when it comes to okay. the finale of the okay. season. But um, they also said this is a shedding shedding a new light on New York and Brooklyn because as we know things have changed with New York and Brooklyn for the past eight years yeah Brooklyn is now the cool place to live and they will address that this is the new cool place um Gossip Girl is not a website it's going to be an app oh of some sort um so that everyone is involved there isn't an entity that's controlling it everyone is Gossip Girl okay yeah which I mean at this point in 2021 you kind of have to do something like that don't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Josh Schwartz is executive producer oh. of Gossip Girl. Okay, cool. That's good. Listed one episode, but I know there's only one episode listed so far right. for Gossip Girl. All right. So even so he's still on the pilot of it, which is great. Well, I think they're probably just listing there's only one episode listed that we know right. the air date. We don't know the rest of the air dates for the rest. Right. Is so this, Yeah. I thought we'll so. See. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, episodes will be 40 fin- 45 minutes to an hour, potentially. Okay. And they are 10 episodes, as we said. Okay. First episode will have a fashion show. Second episode will have a charity event. Is this the OC? I'm sorry. I know. And a Halloween episode will be in a- making an appearance. Yes! Yeah. 
On to the characters. There will be a love triangle because obviously. Obviously. We have Audrey Hope, who is played by Emily Allen Lind, who is Uh Barbara's daughter. She is titled Grace because she's a classic, likes Audrey Hepburn, reads. She's dating a guy named Aki, who his name is Aquino Menzies. He's played by Evan Mock. He has pink hair, if you've seen pictures of him. Okay. Um, and he's titled as Innocent and Sweet. We'll see to what capacity. Uh, we have Kate Keller, played by Tav- Tavi Gemson. Tavi Gemson, who I have followed Who's since that? she was like 12 years old doing Where's her she blog. From? The Style Rookie blog. I don't know that. She <laughs> had a blog, <laughs> and I also saw her on Broadway with Kieran and Culkin and... What's the awkward one from Super Bad? Uh, no, Michael Sarah. That's right. The three of them were in a Broadway <laughs> Mike play. Evan. No, that's not him. Um, oh, that's awesome. Well, she is Bobby. playing the ambitious person. Bobby Gibbons. And um, the person in the YouTube video says they give Big Blair maybe possibly nasty bitchy vibes oh energy gosh. but we'll see oh my gosh tavi um, yes we have max wolf played by thomas doherty who is the one that mike was showing us he's got those big strong cheekbones his title is freedom and it seems as though he is gay from what we understand and he might be a bit full of himself sure I love he's it. the one that we thought maybe was like the nate-esque type mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. um we have otto obi bergman the fourth Played by Eli Brown. His title is Privileged, and he's BFFs with Aki. We have Julian Calloway, played by Jordan Alexander. This girl is fucking gorgeous. She's the one with the buzzed hair. Mm-hmm. Um, her title is Influence, and apparently she's an influencer Ooh. on the show. Yeah, so this oh, could I be cool. I love that. And her best friend is Audrey. Cool. Um, and then they said maybe she's possible Queen Bee energy too because all the pictures she's always in the middle. Uh-huh. She has like these looks like minion s type girls, Monet and Luna, who Monet is uh, played by Savannah Smith with power as her uh, description. And Luna is her bestie. And they seem to have like this funny rapport characters, her and Luna. And Luna's description is fashion. And she's played by Zion Moreno. And so I guess she's like the big fashion one. Fun. And then we have Loya, Zoya Lott, played by Whitney Peake. And in her description is perspective, which people are thinking she's a Dan Jenny reincarnated, an outsider, not wealthy. And she possibly is going to have a relationship with Obi. Wow. Lots these, of information are, just for pictures. This is a lot of characters. Lots of characters. To way too many characters. So I don't know who we're focusing on who, or who we're focusing right. on all. And uh, and Kristen Bell is going to be the voice of Gossip Girl, which, which we know is confirmed. You read, you were telling me off mic about an interview you read with Kristen oh Bell. Oh my God. I don't remember if she was on a podcast or if I was watching her. You know how the like GQ has like, mm-hmm. let's go back and re- do all of your best roles or whatever. And I heard an interview with her and she said, she wasn't it was not fat mascara it might have been a fat mascara because they're talking about her happy dance she has a cbd yeah, stuff i listened to that episode um and How do she, I not remember maybe this? this is not anyway my point is she said growing her career she wanted to do gossip girl because they're canceling veronica mars and she's like you gotta give me something let me be on gossip right. girl i'll do right, the voice right. And so she said the entire time she was a gossip girl voice they never gave her one single note they were like Okay, perfect. See you next week. 
Like that, she just, she got it. She embodied Gossip Girl. She knew in her heart and soul the way she said it. She's like, I'm Gossip Girl. That's it. And like, it. it just, and now when you hear her voice and then you hear her voice over the trailer for, you know, the new show, you're like, wow, this it's is still so Gossip Girl. Good. It's so good. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I also have Theo and Cordy's After Dark Thoughts. I'm going to play for us now. Okay. So, the thing about this episode is that it makes it makes no sense that it's Dan. I think it makes hilarious sense. <laughs> like on both the level of like why would Dan do this to himself? Uh-huh. Unless he really like, you know, has this whole secret plan with Blair. Um, but also like how could he have done it? I love to think that Dan like I love to think about him posting things about himself on Gossip Girl, like, happily. <laughs> Calling I like himself think, Lonely Boy? Yeah, I just like to think about him, like, smiling at his phone when he sends out a blast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I... It's, it's obviously, a no for it me. doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. <laughs> but I do love the idea that he made out with Blair and then took the time to be like, hold on one second, I'm just gonna go in this corner for a minute, don't worry about it. Yeah, he was he was very quick about it. Does Danny even have a nice enough phone to run Gossip Girl? I doubt it. Probably not. I don't don't think they had phones back then (laughs) in the the 2010s. (laughs) That's that. It's a no for me for this one. Yeah, no, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) well, okay. That's why it goes back to it has to be a forum, right? And but then who tipped it off? Well, it's funny because Angelina goes, did Padge go run off in the corner and post that blast lurking? Perhaps he was trying to eliminate the competition. No, I think What's-Her-Face just uploaded it and be like, you can upload anything. Yeah, I think you can just upload everything. Whatever you post on there is like nobody kind of scrubs it first. It just goes. Which I feel like is wrong but also I, it, you know it's like any website where people can post whatever they want any comments like it's reddit. just yeah it's, just, it's exactly that's what it is it's like reddit okay i saw serena vander Woodson over here maybe she's hanging out with nate maybe she, whatever it is right you can write that and have freedom of speech and just write it right so just like this uh what's her name wow what's her name Charlotte, Charlie, she uh, she just posted it right away. She just uploaded it. Here we go, Gossip it. Girl. It was way too soon. Yeah. And he, he looked at it. He's like, what? And Blair was kissing Padge. She would have noticed him. They came down the stairs together. Right. There was no time right. for him to even You're absolutely edit right. this, filter this. There's no way. It. There's no way. Yeah. So. Forum. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be a forum. People just post it. Um, you know, we go back to every single week. I do believe he was the one who started it all. You know, he is Gossip Girl. Yeah. But he doesn't continually be Gossip Girl. Right. And I think maybe when you upload it, like if we're going into the logistics of mm. this page, this app, you can be like, oh, send blast. Like maybe there's things where you could just upload to the server and then it's like, oh, no, this needs to be blasted. Right, 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 right. You press the blast and then everybody gets the blast. Right. I'm creating my own way that sure. this works. Yeah, that that could work, right? Yeah, so he's just as surprised 
as everyone else is, that this video now is live. It, unless there's some twisted way where this is, is like they said, going to benefit him in some capacity. And so he's okay with releasing it. But I don't think was he even no knew it was there. There was no time for him to release that. He was right. literally lip locking. She took the picture, sent it. Right. He came down the stairs. Right. It's not like he took the video. No. You know? He had no time to approve it or even look at his phone. Mm-hmm. So I think she pressed him was like emergency blast. And I think people who subscribe to this app and who upload to it know what's an emergency and what's not. So maybe pictures and videos get blasted automatically mm-hmm. and text is just like, oh, seen at the movies. Like, oh, that's boring. Right. Yeah. Right. Because. Oh, hi, souls. The uh, picture that Charlie sent of to Serena of Blair and Dan at the, the suit. Yeah, like that could have easily been A on blast. Gossip Girl. Yeah, like I don't know if it was posted on there. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, and it's just funny that Blair they she goes to Fasalka thinking that mm-hmm. okay that restaurant nobody's gonna know that I'm there, but then how did? charlie knows she was there because they use the gossip girl map. right so it's like okay everyone knows that you're there then and so they can very well see that prince louis is going to be there and dan well i think you're only maybe when you sign up for gossip girl you're automatically tracked and because louis is not on gossip girl that's he's true not tracked that's true and nobody knows or supposed to know that he's here right I so think when you sign up for gospel or like if you subscribe to get blast, you're automatically added to the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has to be. Wow. I feel like a lot better that I figured it out mentally how this works. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm I'm interested to see how they explain it. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. If they even explain it. Yeah. I, I hope they do. But um, I'm looking forward to the reboot. I get more and more excited the more we talk about it because, you know, at first I was like, oh, come on. It's been off the air for, you know, eight years. Nobody needs to do a reboot when it's only been off the air for that, you know, that long of a time or short of a time, I should say. But the more we read about it and knowing that a lot of the old, um, you know, directors and and not cast, but producers and things like that are going to be on board. I think also we're excited to, we're leaning into it more, yes. is when Gossip Girl, Three Gossip Girls goes on break, Gossip Girl starts. So it's we like can, perfect timing. It's perfect timing. We're going to cover it in some capacity, but our brains can kind of separate. Yeah. We won't be trying to watch two Gossip Girls at the same time. No, which, yeah, it works out pretty perfectly for us that we can kind of just enjoy it for what it is. And not or get our brains confused with what we're currently watching. And talk about it. And talk with about fresh it. Fresh yeah. eyes because you don't know what's going to happen. And no, I don't. nobody knows. There's and, no spoilers. And we're assuming that it's going to be weekly. So each week it's going to be like that hyped up what's so going to happen. Hopefully we have those Reddit pages yeah, going and people yeah. are going to be making predictions and theories for things. So I'm really excited yeah, I'm for exci- that. I'm excited for that. It's, it's a new, completely different. It's still like the same cultural phenomenon, I'm hoping. Yeah. But just they're doing it in a more present light. Like, right. you know, we have so many, we, every, it's like a very inclusive looking cast for sure. Inclusivity with your sexual orientation, whatever it may be. So that's a positive, a positive outlook on the entire show for me, at least like, I feel yeah, like, same. yes, we're something, something to look forward yeah. to here. Um, and the kids seem to look like kids. 
You know, they don't look like they're in their early late twenties. We'll, we'll see. I'm sure. It's I don't know how old some of these are, yeah. but they at least embody teens. And, and maybe to me. they they're 17 in the show. Yeah, maybe they're not starting off as right. Maybe they're not starting juni- off as you know, ju- sophomores. sophomores or juniors, which is like, oh come on. We'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm excited. Though, me too. I'm really excited. So let us know if you're going to watch the reboot. We um will definitely be talking about it. So. Yeah, we'll be covering it. All right, guys, until next week, episode 20. Oh, my goodness. Two away from the finale after that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wee, wow. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.